Lockdown Geeks. You're listening to Geeks of the Great Podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And LJ Lowry, Yo. our producer. What's up? Shelly Shelley Walter is not here today. Walter. Uh, sadly. Walter. <laughs> Walter, Walter. Um, she won't hear this. She's not going to listen to it. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, uh, she's working on finals. Uh, and so school, I guess, is super important. <laughs> you guess. You guess. That's I up, guess. Because we told her, we told her to go to. We told her to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I dropped out. She's doing like important things. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't doing important things in college. Um, before we get to the podcast, we do kind of have a bit of an announcement. Uh, we will have a guest on next week, uh, Simon Polario. I haven't asked him if I'm saying his name right yet, um, but he is a comic book creator. Uh, he's making a comic book sort of like uh, um, the Action Bible, only uh, he's calling it word for word. It's supposed to be very um, accurate to the Bible itself. Uh, it, it looks pretty cool. Um, so we'll get to ask him a few questions, get to know him a little bit better next week. Sweet. That Anyways, is so cool. What are you guys geeking out about this week? Go for it, LJ. Okay. Um, so the first thing I'm geeking out a little bit about, or actually very much we can probably talk about, is Logan. Um, yeah. I have, and we've all seen yeah, it, right? Yeah, okay. So we have all seen it. Um, yep. Without giving anything away, uh, which I'm pretty sure a lot of, you know, what's hap- what's happening in the movie, has, it has been Dumbledore kind of dies. obvious, you know, considering it was Hugh Jackman's last movie as Wolverine. But that movie literally broke me. Like, we'll call it a send-off. Yes, His send-off the, was had. Yes. You know that there was going to be some form of send-off. Yes, and it was just like, like I've never a movie. I've never had a movie do that to me before. <laughs> um, it, but the movie as a whole was, I thought, was really great. Um, you know, obviously it is rated R. Um, but the way they captured the character and the way they captured everything that was going on. You know, this was a time in the world of mutants where, you know, it was not necessarily a happy time. It was it was kind of past the point where, you know, being a hero has gone out the window in the world of mutants. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It was just, I thought it was an amazing movie. What did you guys think about it? Yeah, I think everything was amazing about it. It's the first story-driven comic book movie that I can think Very. of that is super um, not about the action but about the story and I really like that there was good action scenes I mean it's a superhero movie but uh, I was much more focused on the story than um, the explosions right yeah I, I think you really get to see the character of who I mean you know we've, we've seen a few movies with him now he's done what mm-hmm. like probably half a dozen a movies yeah he's been Maybe doing it for 18 that. years has it really been that long years. yeah ever yeah. since the first oh X-Men movie he's done he's been in um probably all the first i think obviously the first three he's done three wolverine movies um and And oh yeah he's made cameos actually he even made a cameo in first class so technically he's been in all six x-men movies i didn't realize it'd been that long but yeah so 18 years that's that's definitely the most character we get to see of like who logan is we know that he's you know he's kind of a uh, he is the Wolverine. He's ready to fight at any time. He's short. He's he's mm-hmm. built, and he's got a short fuse. Yeah. But yeah, we kind of get to see him after the hero days are gone, mm-hmm. come and gone. And it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely a dark movie. Like I said, rated R. We we keep harping on that. Yes. 
it is rated R. It's, it's my, got adult content in it. My one big issue with it, um, and I, I want to preface it with by saying this, I, I think that superhero movies being rated R is great. Like, this movie wouldn't have worked, I don't think, if it wasn't rated mm-hmm. R. Uh, I don't think we would have understood the tone of what was going on um, if they had made it a PG-13 movie. And I think it brought a lot of realism to what was going on, uh, and I think that was great. But I am so annoyed um, with a lot of rated R movies lately, um, especially the superhero genre, uh, where they're like, it's rated R, so I guess we'll go full rated uh-huh. R. Uh, and they're like, let's just try to cram stuff in here that's super yeah. necessary. And so, like, there is a scene, and the nudity isn't bad, which I really do appreciate, um, but there is a scene where one of these, I'm guessing that's a bachelorette party, um, she you know, flashes Logan, and... It was so unnecessary to the right. story. Yeah. And it was literally because they had the rated R and were like, well, we might as well. It's like, it's like you uh, already know I, they're intoxicated. You don't need to prove anything more than that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it wasn't needed. And so, and I would say that some of the violence was unneeded, mm-hmm. but uh, it didn't really bother me too much. There were a few of them where I was like, <laughs> I didn't have to like, yeah, go that yeah, far. Yeah, they, they went but, a, little, uh, a little far sometimes. But, I mean, a lot of that gore, I think, like I said, I think it was really needed to tell the situation. Yeah. Uh, I I go back to Batman vs. Superman. I know a lot of people didn't like that movie. Uh, but the extended cut, I loved way more than the original. And that was rated R. And to me, maybe it's a comfort level for me. Uh, but to me, just on the cusp of R, being just a little bit too violent for PG-13, um, or a little too real to be too PG-13, is exactly where right. I want it. Um but that's that's just me. You guys have any other thoughts on it? Um, just uh, if if you're old enough, go see yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, also, another thing, uh, being uh, a l- the little bit of a comic book geek I am, they were very faithful to the source material. They took a little bit from um, some of the Wolverine storylines, the X twenty three stuff, um, Old Man Logan storylines, and. Um, a few others um, that would spoil spoil the movie if I um, basically said them, but everything okay. was super faithful. Um, I thought the little girl they chose to play X twenty three, and they don't really call her that in the movie; they just call her uh, Laura. Um, she, I thought she looks exactly like um, the character in the comics. Like they nailed that one down. That's cool. And she's a first time actress too. Um, yes, oh, really? I think. She did a great I, job. I'm pretty sure uh, that's what I read. She's a first-time actress. Um, At least in a major movie that we can make Yes, of. and uh, honestly, I think, you know, they keep talking about, oh, who's going to be the next Wolverine? Who's going to be the next Wolverine? I think they should just let her grow up and let her take the mantle just like she has in the comics. My issue with that is, because I've heard that a lot, I think that's mm-hmm. great. Um but I don't see where they could go. Yeah, with with that movie, uh, they they post have to this movie. Yeah, they'd have to flip some things, and I mean, they not not I that they see... haven't Barry Allen the timeline before, but <laughs> right, like the timeline is so messed up that they could throw her into the next, like the current generation of right. X Men, um, with what's his name as Professor yeah. X, uh, and yeah, people would question <laughs> it, but we wouldn't. They'd be like, whatever, it's X Men. They can do whatever they want with their timeline right <laughs> yeah. now. Um, speaking of Logan, we're, we're super excited about the, uh, the Bible study came out last Monday. Um, so if you go to geeksandgrace.com slash Bible study, you can find all the studies we're going to be doing. Cause we're gonna be doing them for a bunch of different yeah. movies. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. 
if you were planning on watching the movie, we've been saying this for like last few weeks. Uh, if you plan on watching the movie and your small group does, uh, go do so and you can do the Bible study with it. If you're like, oh, they're doing a Bible study with it, so I guess I'll go see the movie that I was convicted not to do, not to see. Don't do right, that. Right. Um, yeah. It's going to be really hard for us to translate that to people, to communicate that to people. Um, that we're not like saying you should go see this movie if you're convicted not to because we made a Bible study for it. Um, we have had a little bit of controversy with it. Yeah. Which I thought was, it was interesting, but it was kind of expected. I guess we did the rated R movie knowing that it was kind of going to set a tone. Um, and so not everyone agrees with it. That's fine. Um, the one comment in those, con- like, those people that did, didn't agree with it, the one comment that really bothered me, and I wanted to bring it up here, is uh, someone said, I think a couple people said it actually, uh, I'm not saying Christians shouldn't watch this. I'm just saying they shouldn't make a Bible study out of it. Uh, and that worries me so much. It makes me really glad that we're, uh, this ministry is yeah. needed um, because that's what that says to me. But uh, we never, and I hope nobody thinks that we are preaching that you should be a geek and a Christian separately, and that's okay. When we say it's okay to be a Christian and a geek, we mean together. That's um, the whole reason like I'm you here be... is because I found out those the two can coexist, like I said um, during the drive. Right. Like, to go to church on Sunday and then go watch a rated R movie um, without any conviction or, like, you know, to not be thinking about yourself spiritually um, is super dangerous. And so I never want anyone to be like, well, I can play Grand Theft Auto and be a Christian. Not that, like, uh, and then, you know, go to the strip clubs and, you know, um, find sexual immorality and, like, not saying that you can't like Grand Theft Auto if you're a Christian. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that uh, you should definitely watch your convictions and you yes. should not say, well, it's okay. I'll be at church on Sunday and I'll talk to other people as if I'm a Christian and then I'll go do something um, that I find to be sin. Uh, we're, we're never preaching right. that. Uh, that is that's not the gospel we're preaching. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just I wanted to make sure people knew that because that really worries me. That, that like I, I brought up on the live thing um, – uh, I feel like it's kind of extreme to say, but I can't think of an argument against it. Um, everything you should do you should be able to glorify God. Um, and, I mean, that's about everything you do, do for the glory of God. And I want to preface that with rest is a part of that. Um, you know, rest is godly. And so play, um, playing a video game, watching a movie, that's part of rest. Um, but if you can't glorify God with it in any way, uh, then probably shouldn't be doing it. Right. So, yeah, that was that was my soapbox. All right. Um, but I wanted to get that out there because I, I was like, ugh. I hope people don't think that's what we're right. saying when it we say that. It definitely needed to be said. So. Yeah. What else are you kicking um, out about? More Horizon Zero Dawn. I know uh, last <laughs> weekend when we were doing the live podcast, Porter kept on asking me about it, but it was all to lead to a bigger topic. But uh, now I've gotten comfortable with it. I've kind of you know, been able to spread my wings with it, develop strategies. And before I was just kind of fumbling around trying to figure out how to take these guys out. But I had only had it for two days, maybe two or three days before we started the pledge drive. And so I was kind of nervous. Like, I'm like, I don't want to really play this because I haven't really gotten, I haven't really gotten into the deep end. I was still kind of dipping my toes in the water. Um, 
Right. <laughs> so, but now it's it's amazing. The world's opening up. I'm going into other lands. I'm discovering some more uh, weapons, more creatures and things. Um, I know people are still playing Breath of the Wild, um, but I don't have a Switch, and this is definitely um, taking up that time, which you know Zelda would have. And the way I'm thinking is, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know how I feel about playing Mass Effect next week because I'm still, I'm about 20 hours into this game and I still ha- am not very far into the story. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I, I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. Mm-hmm. I, I played through the entire trilogy, loved it, got every game like as soon as they came yeah. out, played nothing but them until I finished yeah. them. But the news of the nudity in the game, coupled with the fact that I have. 400 hours of video game from the last right, month right. are stacking up to point like maybe if I'm going to play this Mass Effect it's going to come way down the road yeah that, that's definitely um, not to not to bring take it into Mass, Mass Effect but you know we were just talking about convictions and stuff like that that may be the only thing may, may, that may be the only reason I don't pick it up right away is because of you know the controversy and, and all that but it's like with Horizon, it's like I don't really feel like playing anything else right now. <laughs> like maybe I'll throw on some Disc Jam for a couple of matches, maybe in about an hour and play that. Um, and uh, but Horizon is amazing. Um, you know, for if you if you don't own a Switch, if you don't, or if you don't own a Wii U to play Zelda, if you can't get your hands on Zelda, pick up Horizon. It's so sad that they came out. I know. (laughs) Within four days of one another. (laughs) What are you crazy people doing? Either Sony. Because I keep hearing that. It's a great game if you can't get Zelda. I mean, I I hate to say that because. I I say that because I know people are going to play Zelda first. Um, Right. But it's like, I'm, I'm glad Sony did that because it's still. Horizon is still doing very well because. There are the hardcore PlayStation fans and there are the hardcore Nintendo fans that won't play probably Zelda or won't play Horizon. This game has still been doing very, very well, um, you know, despite Zelda being out four days later. Um, so, yeah, yeah that's uh, what I got to say about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because I kind of beat it over the head last week. Um, <laughs> so, now um, another game I've been getting into recently um, is uh, Blaster Master Zero. Um, yep, that's on my list too. Yeah, yeah, that is on Joe's Geek Out list. Um, I knew it was coming out, and um, it is out on 3DS for the record. I don't have a Switch, like I said. Um, okay, I'm playing it on yeah, Switch. Yeah, so basically, um, I've heard so much about Blaster Master following like IGN podcasts and stuff, and just the more I get into gaming, I keep hearing about this game, and I'm like, okay, I gotta try this. So, um, the original is five bucks on 3DS Virtual Console, and uh, it zero is. Um, ten dollars on 3ds and so i grabbed both of them and i was like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna try and play the first one for a little while and see what that's like then i'll play zero to see what the big change is uh zero is basically a straight up remake which is really awesome it's and yeah it's got checkpoint yes, systems now like, a, it's, like a modern game yeah would. now it's got checkpoint systems like the first one's pretty you know it's it's not that hard but it's still pretty you know it's nes you know it can be pretty difficult but um, for an NES game, the art is impressive. Oh yeah, for an NES game especially, because uh, the most I'd seen of Blaster Master is you know the tank stuff. I didn't know you can yeah. actually get out of your tank and go do some on foot yep. stuff, and I was like, wow, this is like revolutionary for a, for an <laughs> NES game. 
It looked incredible. Yeah. It still yeah, looks really good. Like, there's a reason they remade it today. Yeah. I, that art style still looks yeah, great. Yeah, and I was like, wow, this is actually pretty solid for NES. And so I beat the first level on that. I said, well, all right, now that I've at least beat the first level, let me go check out Blaster Master Zero and see what's changed. If this is, is I thought it was just going to be like a direct sequel or something. Um, but it's a legitimate remake. Updated graphics, uh, updated um, mechanics and everything. The music is still phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, the music is great. <laughs> I would love to hear uh, uh, Smooth McGroove do his, oh, his yeah. take on the Blaster Master sound. That would be cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that. I have one beef with the game on on the on the Switch. Okay. There's there's no pro controller support. Oh, that's weird. So you have oh, okay. to play with two Joy Cons, hmm. and I don't huh. like that. That is kind of odd. That's weird. Uh, speaking of that um, pro controller, my only problem with the Switch is the stupid Joy-Con <laughs> disconnect. Um, I have a pro controller. I haven't experienced that. <laughs> so if you specifically put the Joy-Cons in the little thing that they go in to play on the TV. The grip, yeah. Yeah. Um, you have, like, if you... I play with my leg up. I play on, a, like, one of those high school gamer chairs that you oh, yeah. yeah. back in. And so uh, my knee apparently blocks the connection to the Switch. <laughs> and my controller, wow. specifically the left Joy-Con, disconnects from the TV. And so I wanted to make sure it wasn't just me. I was kind of hoping it was, oh, though. Yeah. Um, it is a problem that a lot of people are having. Yeah. And Nintendo basically in their statement was like, yeah, you're going to have to deal oh. with it. They're like, it's not broken. You just aren't doing it right. Oh. Um, really? And said, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, oh. So, for anyone who's having that problem and doesn't have the money for a, a pro controller, um, if you are two a kilometers a yard, right? Yardstick. <laughs> no, a meter. Meter is not kilometers. Like, dude, a kilometer is a thousand <laughs> yeah, I was of those. Say, that's a mile. <laughs> Almost. A meter is a yard. Uh, showed my stupidity <laughs> here. A meter is a yard. Okay. So, it's it's a two meters. Um, so, if you are two yards away, um, then you should be okay. And still have a block that if you're farther than two meters away, um, you need to have nothing. There can't even be wireless signals blocking your path wow. from, a, See, that should be interesting from a Joy-Con. It's, a... it's Bluetooth, isn't it? I think so. And uh, if you are more than five meters away, it doesn't even matter. It just won't work. Wow. Apparently, for some people. Um, you, I mean, five, that's 15 feet from whatever TV <laughs> you're playing. That's a long way, dude. <laughs> I could play by PS4 in another room. But you can't see the TV. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, Unless you have I just, an elaborate system of mirrors set up. I, I'm apparently farther than two meters away from my my switch right now is sitting behind the TV, and I think that might be an issue. Oh too. yeah, yeah. I've heard. Um, I've heard yeah. of that. The TV is not covering it, but I'm guessing that's it's interfering somehow. Yeah. yeah. And all of my stuff is over there. Like we have our Wi-Fi yeah. is set up right there because I want it yeah. next to the consoles. Um, yeah, that's that's what I've so heard, is to not put it behind your TV. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have to play with it, but that really bugs me. And Nintendo's statement really bugs me. Um, have you guys had all. any issues with, uh, supposedly, some people have been having issues with uh, scratching their screens? when doc I haven't no, had that problem yet. I, anytime I get a, a system that has a screen get on it that could be portable, I always get a screen yeah. protector, that's right. In fact... Ours is in I, the mail. I bought one with the Zelda kit. Mm -hmm. It's so it's got a little bit of the Zelda filigree on the corners. Oh, cool! Yeah, and uh, 
I also like it came with a pack that also came with skins for the for the for for everything the Joy Cons the system the dock. I forgot to put those on. Exactly, I have not put any of them on because I've I've seen pictures of what they do, and Nintendo's official statement was like, "Yeah, these will be fine. Like, <laughs> no no problem. We've officially licensed them, but." The company that makes them is like, yeah, don't do this. We we bought ten systems and it did it to every one wow. of them. Like it eats away the sur- the the surface of the hardware. So that so, was them probably preemptively making a bunch of them as well. They didn't know what kind of yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, I guess that is it for what I was geeking out about. Um, but um. We also got some movie stuff that I'd that I'd kind of like to talk about. Have you guys seen the Wonder Woman trailer? Watched yes. it before the cast, and oh, it looks oh man, amazing! Like, I mean, I thought the movie looked good before, and I was kind of like, all right, that looks cool. But once I saw that trailer, I watched this. I watched it this morning as I was doing the notes, and I was like, okay, that does look pretty sweet. I, uh, yeah, I. I was interested before. Mm. I thought, okay, this would be a decent movie. After watching that trailer, I'm like, this is going to be the best DC movie they've ever yeah. released. Mm-hmm. That was I, an, an awesome trailer. I'm super excited for the movie. Uh, I will always have a problem. There was a video that came out where they color corrected Man of Steel. Oh, yeah. um, and they were like, this is what it would look like in full color. <laughs> and so now I notice how washed out all of the DC movies are. And uh, that washout look is in the Wonder Woman trailer. And it bugs me so much. <laughs> um, but the, the movie, I'm sure, is going to be great. Uh, I've liked all of the movies so far. I liked Man of Steel. I liked Batman vs Superman. I know a lot of people didn't like them. Um, but the fact that they were like... They gray it all out and it's all got this gray fade to it makes me so mm-hmm. sad. I don't need this grimness. I want, I want some it's color. It's weird because Wonder Woman looks like it's going to be like it's all, the tone's almost going to change based on the area she's at. Because on some spots, mm-hmm. on some parts, it looks nice and bright, like in Themyscira and all that, and then other parts, yeah. it looks you know it's dark and kind of gritty. So I wonder if they're going for a tone thing when it comes to that, like a tone, like a tone that could switch. Definitely be possible. Mhm. Um, that, that's my theory. Um. That looks pretty sweet, though. Um, let's see. I saw something uh, f- a few days ago that I had to look up um, and thought was really cool. Apparently, Jason Momoa is going to um, play in a Just Cause a movie adaptation based off of the oh, video wow. game. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, He's a great actor. Yeah, and uh, apparently what I, what I read is that this is from one of the same uh, people who worked on Frontier. Which is the Netflix thing that you talked about? Ooh, and I love Frontier. Oh, see that that makes it sound pretty cool. Um, so I mean, there's not much news on that besides um, you know just the fact that um, apparently it's going to happen, but there's no dates, no nothing yet. But um, playing Just Cause, like it's a fun game. You you know Cause you know it's I think it's obviously rated M, but it the whole game is about taking out. Um, like a rival cartel and stuff like that and just dismantling their whole operation and you yeah. can uh, plant mm-hmm. bombs and destroy buildings and uh you know do all that sorts of stuff it'd be a perfect um you know michael bay explosion fest you know type of movie <laughs> <laughs> but uh I can yeah do that. that'd be pretty sweet 
Um, cool. And then, let's see, what else do we have here? Okay, apparently a live-action Aladdin movie starts filming this summer. And <laughs> my... I, I'm okay with him. <laughs> I know a lot of people are getting tired of it already. I want bring it That's, on. Hey, it'll Live be a whole new world. world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I mean, I get it, but like, I, I mean, I, it's like, man, like they're really gonna do this. They're literally making every movie they got into a live action. I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy. Aladdin. So long as they're good. Yeah, like I don't know, like Beauty and the Beast. I. Feel... I was questioning all of it until Jungle Book, when Jungle Book came out. And I watched that, I was like, Jung- right, Jungle Book is... makes me feel good about the Lion King one a little bit, just because Jon mm-hmm. Favreau is, is doing Lion King as well. Um, yeah. And Beauty and the Beast, I'm just like, to me, that's such a masterpiece. It's like, why would you change anything about it in the first place? Um, <laughs> because they were able to get Emma yeah. Watson. Oh, and I saw a, mm. I saw a meme <laughs> earlier, and it said, um, what did it say? It said, it said, um, it said uh, something disappointing. There is a generation that's about to know Emma Watson as Belle rather than Hermione Granger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Hopefully they make the Chris Child to a movie. There's been rumors. And uh, hopefully she reprises That would be cool. Um, but yeah, Aladdin could be potentially cool. No, that's, that's one of my favorite Disney movies. But I still ask, I still <laughs> ask why. <laughs> um, because they can. <laughs> yeah. Because they can. Um, another um, piece of cool little news I saw there has been some stuff about Thor. Um, Jeff Goldblum, um, finally, they released some f- uh, photos of what he's going to look like in the movie. Yeah. Um, and then they also, uh, apparently, they're cutting off uh, Chris Hensworth's uh, hair, those long golden locks. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's comic yes. accurate from yes. something. Yes, in- it's supposed to like signify something for comic Yes, it's very, uh, that's a very recent thing, apparently. But uh, this cool uh, little tidbit of news is that apparently um, one of the people, I think it was the director that said, uh, they were asking about inspirations, and uh, we've heard before that it's going to be like a cop movie, you know, in a way, like a buddy cop with uh, with him and Hulk. Um, so mm-hmm. one of my, huh. yeah, so my thing right here is um, that I saw this whenever I was doing notes earlier as well, is that apparently the uh, director took a lot of inspiration from Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. And that is, like, one of... I don't know if, if you guys have seen that, but that's, like, one of my favorite movies. Like, I grew up on... Like, I grew up on 80 movies. I was born in literally 1990. Right. My brother... Um, and I watched so many of them with my brother, like, Legend, uh, Lost Boys, and, you know, Big Trouble in Little China. And I was like, man, I love that he said that, because now it's going to make me want to see the Thor 3 even more. Um, but the... There was some statement somewhere that was like, it's not going to be a full-blown comedy. <laughs> And I was like, wait, was that a question? Is, uh, people think it's going to be a full-blown comedy? Well, uh, apparently it's supposed to be well, really see, here's, here's where, uh, where I'm uh, kind of laughing at uh, the statement that the, that the director had. is uh, He said that um, he liked the fact that Big Trouble in Little China blended some seriousness and comedy, which to me, that movie was never serious at all, really. <laughs> like, yeah. that was just all, like, you know, it was meant to be cheesy, like... I mean, obviously they had all the yeah. you know the gang stuff, and I mean, obviously it had kind of a dark tone to it, I guess. But that movie was all cheese, you know. <laughs> I imagine Guardians of the Galaxy when I hear, you know, Marvel being yeah. funny. Um, I'm guessing it's gonna have a similar tone. Yeah. To Guardians. Yeah. But um, you know, see, I hope they don't, you know, like, 
I hope they don't try to, you know, I know, I know they've just discovered they can recently be funny in their movies. Uh, I just hope, I just hope they don't <laughs> overdo it. Yeah. Like, I, I love the fact that Hulk has become comic yeah. relief. I think well, him, him and Thor in general had some comic relief in, uh, in the first Avengers movie, at least. Whenever they, whenever yeah. they're fighting, he just goes wham and just like totally like decks him just because he's so adrenaline yeah. killed. <laughs> There's a, uh, cartoon scene. I don't know where the cartoon is. It's obviously an Avengers right. cartoon. Um, but it's the exact same scene. Like, Thor is where he's supposed to be and Hulk is where he's supposed to be. And Hulk raises up his fist to punch him just like in the uh-huh. Avengers movie. And Thor holds up his hammer. Uh. <laughs> and it just, like, Hulk punches the hammer and then, like, doesn't, like, Thor just smiles. <laughs> I was like, that's so cool. Because it had to be a done yeah, after the movie. It was maybe, like, yeah. A nod to it. Was it was maybe one of the new Avengers uh, Disney XD shows or something. Somebody, some director or writer or artist was a Thor fan. It was like, we need to make yeah. this right. Yeah, so, um, I mean, there can definitely be comedy um, fit in with Hulk trampling around their uh, nice-looking Asgardian uh, world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I think it's exactly where he should be. He's a very sad, dark yes. character. And they've created a world now where that's, like, super out of the right, norm. Right, right. And so it, it's cool to see this big hulking scary character um in this very fun world um it, it makes him out of place and i think that's what brings him comedy i think I, i've been saying that with the dc movies is they're really trying to make everything dark and gritty like yeah. batman uh and i think you know back when they were saying there weren't going to be any jokes and they've said that's not the case <laughs> anymore um i think that's where the comedy would be is batman being so mm-hmm. serious which is what they do in the animated movies yeah. i love it uh he's so serious that it's funny it's like, and Lego Batman, I mean, is a great oh, example yeah. of that. You know, they, he's obviously, they're, they're comical with that, too, but uh, over the top. Uh, but I think in the DC movies, I think that's where you'd find Batman being able to stay true yeah. to character. And him being just so serious that everyone's like, you need to Yeah, I was going to say, don't don't him and Flash, doesn't Flash banter something about that in the Justice League, in the Justice League trailer? I don't remember if he uh, makes, I know him and, I know when they meet or whatever in that trailer, he says something funny, but. I can't remember if it was directly poking... It wasn't on a Batman being too serious. It was more of a... Like, oh, I guess he's like, you're a dark, scary character in my bedroom. <laughs> um, in my favorite chair or something like that. That's um, funny. But they let Batman break character for a minute, and that's what Because <laughs> he's, he's trying to be Batman, and he's like, I need to ask you to join our team. I'm putting together a team. And then Flash is like, yeah! And he's like, wait, really? <laughs> like, I didn't think okay, that would work. Okay, yeah, that's, I knew it was something along those lines. Yeah, I don't I, have a lot of friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> in the Justice League War movie and all those animated movies, that's very much what they do with him. Is uh, And in this newest one, that uh, Justice League Dark. Justice League Dark, he's just everyone. And they're supernatural and creepy. Um, but he is so dark and brooding that everyone else uh-huh. just kind of looks at him and is like, you need to that's chill, funny. man. Like, it's okay. And they're supposed to be the dark ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And so I, I think that's what they should do with the DC movies. I don't think that's actually what they'll do, but um, right. I think it could be really funny with a very serious Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I think that's about it for all the movie stuff I was geeking out about. I spent a lot of time um, looking at movie stuff today just because it, it had been so long since we'd, since we'd been back um, to discuss any of this. Yeah, yeah it has. It's been a while. <laughs> How about you, Joe? 
so I finally beat Neo this week, the Japanese samurai sort of Dark Souls clone. Sweet. Very cool. Uh, I ended up streamlining, like mainlining just the story missions to get to the end. <laughs> uh, I 100%ed the first half of the game. Wow. And then just went straight for the story on the other half so that I could get it done. Because I'm in the process of writing the review to go up on the website. Uh, I'm going to go back and do the rest of it. But it still took me probably 50 hours. Wow. All said and done. For and a mission-based. it opens up... Yes. It, so, yeah. With regular Dark Souls, you know, it's one big contiguous world. You go from place to place. It's it's mission-based yeah. here. But I think that works well because a main story mission, if you, if you find all of the hidden stuff, I mean, it's probably going to take you two, three hours. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a pretty decent chunk of content, and they have save points throughout so that you can come back later if you don't get, you know, however far. Right. That's that's a good game. I really enjoyed that. But now that I've beaten it, I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, well, do I go back to Zelda or do, do I go back to Horizon? <laughs> Where do you want to put 50 more hours? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and then Ghost Recon Wildlands came out this week, and me and my buddies have been waiting for that one for a long time. I would not play that by myself, but yeah. we, as a group of four playing together, are genuinely having a hilarious <laughs> blast. See, that's it. cool. Like, that's like, the only reason I haven't picked it up is because I know none of my buddies are gonna pick that up. They've been playing Ark for two months. Yeah, if if my <laughs> if I didn't have a group of three other guys that were playing it with me, I wouldn't ever turn right. it on. But like, I got a clip that that I'll end up. I'll give you the link if you want to share it in the show notes or whatever. Um, but a buddy of mine. He tends. To, he's an older guy. He tends to fall asleep while we're playing a lot. He was in the pilot's seat of a helicopter oh. that I was riding in, and he <laughs> all of a sudden the helicopter tilts forward, gets we're three feet off the ground, and he's flying through a grove of trees, and he somehow pulls it out without blowing up. Oh my gosh, that sounds. I don't hilarious. know how it happened because, like, I blew up a helicopter accidentally by flying a drone into the rotors oh the other night. So. I don't know how he didn't hit a tree or something, but <laughs> it was hilarious. So we're, we're just having a good time, good cool. and having fun with it. Um, it. It's a huge game. We've put like six hours into it, and we've touched, I think, 6% of the world. Wow. wow. But we're trying to do every little thing in the yeah. area. Um, but I'm digging it. It's Critically, I could see where it would get panned right. a bit. It, if you didn't have a crew to play with, this would be a boring game. Okay. What kind of score? The what stories, kind of scores has it been getting? I don't know. I think sixes and sevens, maybe. I'm I'm not sure. I've not okay, looked. Yeah, I haven't either. Recently, but but yeah. Um, on top of that, I have been playing Near Automata as well, which is another big <laughs> JRPG that got it got critically acclaimed. So you're talking in the span of a, like a week and a half, you had I guess in a week. <laughs> Horizon came out. That's a 50 or 60 hour yeah. game. Zelda came out. That's a 50 or 60 hour game. Ghost Recon Wildlands and Near Automata all came out. That's like 400 hours <laughs> of video game in a seven day span. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it's it's yeah. Dumb. And then we got uh, Mass Effect coming, and then Persona Five, and and then Persona Five right after yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's another 200 hours of video game. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Movies have been like that too. There's, uh, there's been a lot of good movies coming out. Beauty and Beast, Kong, is coming out. Oh yeah, Kong. Yeah. John Wick Um, Chapter Two came out. And then Power Rangers, which I don't think is going to be all that great, but Power Rangers coming out, and I know a lot of people are going to see it, including myself. 
um, and Ghost in the Ta Shell all come yep. out in March. Talking about uh, Power Rangers, Twitch is, uh, they, they announced this a few days ago. Um, every, they are, they are going to be streaming all 831 episodes across 23 seasons wow. that will culminate, like, lead right up to the release of the movie that in theaters. Is, see, I thought they were just going to go, like, maybe the original seasons, but I didn't know they were going to do all of it. I mean, that means that they are currently live streaming episodes of Power Rangers right now as we oh, talk. Yeah. yeah. And the will be, one... when you hear this as well, it'll still be going. <laughs> The only one worth seeing is Power Rangers versus Ninja Turtles. Oh that yeah, they did like the, uh, the worst. They did the crossover. It was amazing. It was the Power. It was Power Rangers in space crossed over with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, because they had that terrible TV show with the Ninja Turtles <laughs> where they had the uh, the female turtle. Yeah. That's um, so weird. That they all were crushing on, but was kind of their sister, but not really. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good grief. Um, That's weird. <laughs> I can't remember her name. It's really bugging me. I can't remember her name, but um, Venus. That's what it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's been a ton of movies coming out, and then uh, there's gonna be like none for April. And I'm guessing video games probably do the same thing. There'll be a ton of video games yeah. come out, and they'll be like, "There's a few things coming in April, um, like ukulele." Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I got. Um, and then and then Crash Bandicoot so, trilogy. Yeah, Zelda. I, I made it to Kakariko Village. That's all I've done. So I I've beat Neo and, and immediately fired Zelda back right. up, and I've uh -huh. only had a chance to get to Kakariko. I'm probably seven hours into the game, and I just got to the first <laughs> village. My I wife got a horse. is way farther than me. I got a horse I named Paladin. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> My horse um, is named Patches. <laughs> <laughs> Paladin's a way cooler than Patches. <laughs> so, okay, and I, I regret it every time I whistle, and they're like, Patches couldn't be found. I'm like, Patches. <laughs> so, does the horse ignore... Like, it doesn't just walk in a straight line forever, does it? Is my Depending controller on how broken? tame it is. Okay, okay. I'm, I, I thought my controller was broken at first, because I was, I was riding the horse and sprinting, and all of a sudden it would veer off to the left. And I'm like, hold on, is my computer, my controller jacked up? And then I realized, oh, this thing's not fully tame, and it's not oh. heating my yeah. directions. I think if it's not tame, like, and just because you got on it, you know, it doesn't mean that yes. it's yeah. tame. A lot of them are really annoying. As soon as you get on, um, they'll go, like, left or right and yeah. decide to stop on you in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, that's not what <laughs> I need you to do. I rode you so I could get there faster. I don't need you to try to yeah. See, all I got to do is override override mine, and then he's, he's mine. <laughs> so... Part, part of what's blowing my mind already, like, oh, the community is nuts. So I'm, like, seven hours into the game and just got to Kakariko. Uh-huh. Speedrunners are already beating the entire game in under an hour. Which, like, that happened as of this week. That doesn't week. surprise me, because the developer said that's possible, to go to the final boss. Yeah, because you can go okay. straight to the yeah. castle. And, like, not straight. You have to get out of the, uh, the plateau. Yes. But as soon as you're able to get out of the plateau, you can yeah. go to the castle and win. It took me four hours to get out of the plateau, though. <laughs> oh, man. But if you knew exactly where to go and exactly yeah. what to do. Yeah. I also I also man, heard that still uh, crazy. I, th I saw something where, um, is, it, is it the Blood Moon where they get, where things get more difficult or something? Yes. Yeah. Well, I was out wondering around back. when that happened. Yeah, I remember oh, that man. on the uh, pledge drive when you did that. Um, yeah. I heard somebody <laughs> landed on the final boss during a Blood Moon. <laughs> like I don't know if that makes it harder or if that was just a joke or 
you should have walked away that, for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, just like go hide. Um, speaking of, I I don't know if this is spoilery or not for anyone, but uh, uh kind of a tip I guess. Uh, once you are once you've gotten to Kakariko Village, you should be strong enough. Uh, make sure you get suited up and everything. Go behind the castle. Um, do not try to go for frontwards. <laughs> you will fail. Um, if you go to the back of the castle, um, and you are very ninja about it, you can glide your way into the back of the castle. Um, and there are all sorts of items out there sitting around, um, and monsters that you should be able to beat if you're huh. careful, um, and get super, super strong weapons. Um, huh. relative strong weapons for you when you just start out of the game so, and you're doing like 14 level 14 yeah. weaponry. So I, I, I have probably four or five Zelda amiibos. I still haven't used a single amiibo because I feel like that's kind of cheating. Yeah, apparently okay. you get this all the uh, armor, really right? Cheating. All the different pieces of armor, like the armor of time, the armor of something else. Like, oh, I don't that's know. That's what I heard. But like I don't Epona, what all the amiibos do. Like My I heard you can get Epona got through it. In the mail. Yeah, she's got the uh, one that get Epona in the mail now. If you get Epona, make sure you go to a stable right away um, and register Epona, or you'll lose him, and I don't think you can spawn oh. it again. Um, I have Wolf Link, but we did not play Twilight Princess. If you play Twilight Princess, you were super lucky. Um, but you can get Wolf Link to follow you around. Um, and it, that really angers me, consistency-wise. Um, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. actually Link. And <laughs> link following Link. Yeah, Link following another oh. Link. Um, he shouldn't be alive anymore. <laughs> and what is he still doing in Twilight? I So many questions. Anyways, um, however many hearts you got in that game, so if you didn't play it, you get three because that's what you start yeah. off with. Um, you can use that amiibo. He will die. Uh, and if he dies, you get you have to wait an entire day to mm -hmm. respawn him. Okay. And it is kind of annoying. Every time you want him, you need to respawn him. If you go into a town, um, remember from playing Twilight Princess, can't go into town and oh. freak out. Oh. Um, he stays outside of town. And if you are out in town long enough, he'll just go huh. away. And you have to get your toy back, respawn him again. Huh. Uh, it's a little tedious. But... He does hunt for you. He does let you know when shrines are nearby. Um, he'll walk you to a shrine. That's cool. Um, so that's pretty cool. So kind of like here's the fable dog. something else I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> something else I want to talk about. I I feel really bad for Hello Games. If anybody recognizes that name at all. Yeah. They made No Man's Sky. Okay. And, of course, they've been dark forever. We all assumed that they just fell off the face of the earth and, and abandoned us with a broken game. They just released their massive patch that adds a ton of content. This to the is game. actually the second one they released, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Did that big patch the first time. The one point two two patch, like this, adds a ton of stuff. But I'm sorry, Hello Games, you did this at a terrible time. Yeah. yeah. You should have done this six months <laughs> ago. Is it MMO yet? <laughs> That was the one thing that everyone was super bad about. See, honestly, I've kind of done. See, uh, speaking of all this, all this game we've been getting, I've kind of done the same way. I kind of just dropped off a of No Man's Sky as what I've done with For Honor recently. Oh, this is. We probably don't have this as a story. Did you guys hear about? Um, oh, I was gonna take me forever to remember the game. There's a game that takes place in space, and you pay real money to get stuff. Um, shoot. People as soon as you said that, uh, Star Citizen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Citizen. That's not the game. It's not? It's a different okay, game. Okay, I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Let me find it real quick. Because that's the one where the kick, it's like, 
Oh, it, you want a starter ship? It's sixty yeah, it dollars. Oh, you want a decent ship? It's two yeah, grand. Exactly. Um, but while Cody's looking at that, up, hold on. Let me. Um, the uh, for honor, like I have not played for honor since I got that maintenance notice during the pledge drive. You know, I've been. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it's not that like I haven't like you know like I've just like it's not that I don't dislike the game. It's just that I've been playing other things, so it's like I feel bad okay. for <laughs> for for honor. Well. So, so, you know, For Honor came out, and I bought a copy for me and all three of my uh, friends because I had credit. Yeah. Dumb idea. We played it together one time, <laughs> and now Ghost Recon's out. And Ghost Recon's what we actually yeah. want to play. So, For Honor's done. That was a waste yeah. of money. All right. So, this is somewhat old news. I realize this is even older news than I realized, but we never mentioned it, and I just found out about it, so I'm going to geek out on it, I guess, is what Go I'm doing it. here. Okay. Uh, there is a game called EVE Online. Oh, yeah, EVE. Oh, yeah. yeah. It has its own trading systems. Like you, you pay real money, and then you can like sell things and apparently get money back. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if you, you can right. trade in, in-world items for ISK, which is their, their currency, and you can use... If you have enough ISK, you can basically pay... You can play enough to earn your way to keep playing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I guess this happened way back in January. I didn't realize it was that long ago. I just saw it. Uh, $200,000 worth of stuff was wrecked. Um, yep. Big battles are legitimately yeah. cool stories in this world. Yeah, they, they actually yeah. affect so there things, is a... apparently. I, I did see that. I know what you're talking about. Um yeah, I, I was just reading about it the other day, and I couldn't believe it. So there's a there's a place that is safe. It's like the safe zone for trading. It's one of the biggest trading right. depots. Um, and if you are caught, which will happen inevitably, like you will get. Um, the, I think they take everything from you. Um, but there's there's this little gang of people, and they they plan it every year, and they go to this trading post where everything's supposed to be safe, and you'll get caught mm. immediately. Um, and they evaded the police enough to the police in the game. Um, to destroy two hundred thousand dollars worth of people's property, um, in-game property, like two hundred thousand in real money. Do they say um, who it was? Was it the Goon Squad? I can't remember. Man, and so you're saying you want No Man's Sky to be an MMO? If No Man's Sky was an MMO, <laughs> <laughs> that would that same yeah. exact thing would happen. <laughs> well, it made me think of it just because of uh, there's like, there's freighters and there's warships and in the new yeah. update. Um, they're talking about oh, you get freighter yeah. ships and you can get um, battleships right. and stuff. I can can't find uh, the the. Name I don't know the that they released that it. the actual name or not. But that's so that terrible. That is. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really glad that I didn't play the game because I would, yeah. I mean I that that goes into you that know that the whole digital goods kind of thing. You know like yeah. You know the integrity of the things you buy and that's almost. That's right. not necessarily... That said, I think it's super cool that you can make a living off of yeah. a video. I mean, it's not necessarily, like, tangible in a way, but it is at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's worth yeah. real money, these, like, digital things, digital yeah. items. It, it literally allows people to live a different life, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of living a different life, playing games, uh, we got a few releases this week. Okay. So, not, not a ton. Sticks Shard of Darkness is the top one on Ooh. my list. I reviewed, so you can check for it on the site, I reviewed Sticks Masters of Shadow back in 2014 on that the website. That game was actually, the first one was pretty good. If you like stealth games, it's actually one of my favorites. Yeah. Like It is a legitimately cool it's stealth not overly game. Comp- it's not overly games. complicated. You won't like it then. 
<laughs> yeah, but I'm I mean, so it, bad at stealth games. you play a little goblin named yeah. Styx, S T Y X, and yeah. you're in a world. It's like a fantasy yeah. world. You're f- with humans and trolls and and orcs, and you have to evade all of it. You know, you can kind of backstab dudes or just sneak by and all that sort of stuff. And this is the sequel, and I'm legit. Like I don't get into stealth games very often, but I played through all of Sticks and loved yeah. it. Okay. And so I kind of want to check this. Yeah, one out. I second that. But again, you know, a lot of game. I remember how <laughs> yeah. I made all yeah. my older cousins back when Socom was a oh, thing. Oh man. Because Socom was supposed to be super stealthy. Oh and I yeah. Run and gun to everything. <laughs> and I just frustrated. That is that is something we're dealing with in Ghost Recon Wildlands right now because it's like, oh, here's this base full of yeah. enemies. We need to tag everybody and be careful how we do it. And then my brother drives in, music blaring in, in, in this vehicle that he hijacked. Going Rambo on everybody. Like, just slamming into civilians and just, like, well, I guess we're not, okay, take the safeties off and go. We, we can't wait anymore. Yeah. I remember, so Army of Two, there was an intention thing. Uh, you could draw. Oh, yeah, the aggro. So... Me and my cousin would literally, he would be a sniper with a super, like, quietest sniper you could find, sniper gun. And then I would have a machine gun with zero silence <laughs> so that I could just shoot yeah. things and get everyone's attention and he could snipe them off. And then yeah, they had a it. legit, like, aggro system, but it was but it was yeah. for your characters instead of the enemy. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's, man, it's just, <laughs> so Sticks is coming yeah. out. Um... <laughs> I never got to play the the next two, but Danganronpa one and two, which I've heard are fantastic yeah. games. Those were kind of cool. Vita only. Um, they are coming out to the PS4 and the Vita in a pack. So cool. if you got a PS4 and you want to play them, they're going to be accessible now. All these now. games, and from what I've heard, there's some, there is some content to be aware of in those. Okay. Um, I did not know that. Um, the next one I looked up video for, and this actually looks really cool. It's called Momodora yeah. Reverie Under the Moonlight. It's like a 16-bit SNES uh, Metroidvania-style game is what it looks hmm. like. looks super cool. Looks uh, I love how like a lot of games are you know trying to bring back the retro style. Not, not all of yeah. them do it very well, but some of them do it amazingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we were just talking about that King's Tale thing earlier that Cody and I played during the drive. That, that has a nice uh, retro style to it yeah even now, sonic the hedgehog is going with that yeah oh yeah that's true they have in sonic boom he pulls out a cartridge in the cartoon not that i watched the cartoon <laughs> um, oh. but uh <laughs> i saw a clip of it he pulls out a cartridge of some like game with a hippo on um, tails literally says oh it's the old school games that's where it's at uh, the, whatever game never did well in 3D. Oh, and then they all look at the camera. So self-aware. That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the last big game coming out this week that I thought was of note. Now I don't have my PSVR anymore, but this is one that that everybody kind of had their eyes per eyes and ears uh, alerted for. Star Trek Bridge Crew comes out to both the Oculus and uh, the PSVR this week. Cool. Kill so all the you, red shirts. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say, if you wanted to be uh, a member of the bridge crew, now's your chance. Get yeah, some I've, heard the, I've heard the IGN team say good, say good things Kirk. about that. So if you have people to play with, um, I hear that's pretty cool. There you go. Yeah. But uh, apart from that, I guess the only other thing is Fire Emblem Heroes. I think I, I mentioned that I was cooling my heels on it last <laughs> time. 
I think I'm cold as ice this time. So I spent about a week. Yeah, I played all the new content that they've released, which I, I like that they're still steadily dripping right. out content. Mm-hmm. But it took me like a week of playing consistently to earn enough to get you know a five-person draw, 20 gems or whatever it is. And so a week's worth of work, and I got five three-star characters that I already had every oh, single man. one of them of. That's something we haven't talked about is the new update. Yeah, what was that? They got the that, new uh, thing, voting thing. Not multiplayer play. Yeah, oh yeah, it's that voting system well, thing. Yeah, it, it's not what we wanted, and I was really, I well, was like, it's, wow. It's, uh, really I, I haven't up. even checked it out, but it's like I, I referenced uh, March Madness, you know, because it's March. So yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's on a bracket. Oh, like the yeah. bracket system, you know? So I'm yeah. thinking maybe that's why they did that. Maybe based on certain events. Maybe it'll yeah, change. maybe it'll change. Maybe they'll have different things going on. Yeah. It better change because right now it is a. Fail. Speaking of their mobile, their mobile <laughs> stuff, I'm still waiting for Mario Run to come out on Android. And it's oh, funny because yeah. I was like, okay, the other day it was March 10th, it was Mario Day or something, and I'm like, all right, come on, guys, like this, if this isn't enough for you to just drop it, then drop it. And then Google Play still has the register, like register now ad for it, and I'm just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So what about you, Cody? What have you been geeking out about? I mean, we've covered most of it, uh, you know, Zelda and Logan and all that. Yeah. Uh, I've also been watching a little bit more of El Noah Zero uh, with my wife, the okay. second season. So the first season I said was really great because it brought all of the episodes together, but it was very episodic, Monster hmm. of the Week. Um, but they did it so really well and enough so that you stayed interested. Uh, this second season isn't like that, and it's really weird that they decided to go a different way. It's a very cohesive story. Um and episodes are very much not uh, either even event of the week. Um, okay. But it's it's very good. There, there's a lot of twists. There is a character. Uh, I won't say his name, but you never know what... I, I still don't know where he stands and what he's like. His true motives are. Uh, so that's been really interesting. Um, so I'll know that's, that's the big thing that I'm... As far as, uh, you know, watching Geeking Out about... Uh, not going to see Kong this Tuesday, I don't think. Uh, I have a friend coming into town next week, and so I think I have to wait. Uh, <laughs> I just, just want to see Kong. Kong looks so good. It looks um, cool. There will not be a Bible study for Kong. I don't know if I brought that up earlier, um, and it makes me sad. And it's literally, everyone's like, why not? And I'm like, it's, we, we have four writers, and we literally didn't want to make someone do two. Um, especially since we told the head editor at Geeks Under Grace, Casey Gobble, that we would be doing two a month. Oh. Um, and we already got four going. Wow. So. Oh, uh, my goodness. Actually, yeah. if people want something so, to read for Kong, I um, I did an article for Monster Week, I think it was last year, um, about the whole the oh, whole cool. King Kong versus Godzilla thing that's coming up. Um, apparently, uh, I mean, I haven't seen it, but apparently there's something at, at the, uh, after the credits? Yeah. And credit scene. So maybe what I, yeah. maybe I'll, uh, I don't know if, if we can do that. Maybe I'll go check that out and update the article. Um, that'd go. be cool. Yeah, that'd I'm be sure cool to be to kind of update that thing as as the uh, the whole thing unfolds. This is the Monster Universe, yeah. 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 I'm I'm super excited for the movie. Uh, it, it seemed like it was the least story driven, mm. um, and from the reviews that I've seen, it, it sounds like it's probably the least story driven out of the movies we chose. Um, it looks like there's a giant gorilla. It beats things up. <laughs> they try to survive the yeah. end. Um, so we'll we'll see. I. That's everything that I want in a Kong movie. I'm, I'm yeah. happy for it. Um, so hopefully in a couple weeks. 
Uh, also, TV stuff going on. There's a lot of exciting things coming out of Netflix. Uh, Iron Fist comes out Friday. Oof. And I said in the Friday video on YouTube.com slash Geeks that it came out last Friday. Uh, I messed up. Uh, I thought good job, Cody. <laughs> yeah. I was misinformed. Uh, either way, <laughs> nobody seems to care. Uh, Iron Fist is getting it terrible is. reviews. I, it's getting slammed. That's what I've been hearing. It's getting bombed. Yeah. Um, apparently, it is culturally insensitive, um, which is crazy to me just because of how cultural Iron Fist was. And Doctor Strange did um, well with the culture stuff. Yeah. I mean, they, they whitewashed the uh, lady um, who's supposed to be a dude. The, what's it, what's her uh, name? The Sorceress. Yeah, Sorceress Supreme, Supreme yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, no, they, they did really good with that. Um I, I'm really surprised that they're... I, I think a, people, a lot of people are having an issue with it in the first place just because it is like a white knight in um, a martial story. That's the whole story. point of the story, and, though. <laughs> yeah, that's the comics. Like, that's not... Like, to make him Asian would be super incorrect yeah. in the comics. Um, and completely take away from, like, who yeah. he is. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for it still. I heard that it's culturally insensitive, but... Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping... I've also heard that it's not very good story-wise. It's not very good um, with the action sequences, which is also huh. surprising yeah. to hear because all the action sequences from the Netflix superhero movies have been Man, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and especially since this is martial arts, like you would think that they would have been right. stunning. Um, yeah. So that said, hopefully it uh, the Defenders are not directed or written by the guys that did Iron Fist, I guess. Also, something that everyone should be really excited about, Series of Unfortunate Events second season is uh, a go. It's wow, that's cool. They announced it in a kind of a cool way. There's a document from Lemony Snicket, and he's like, it's come to my attention that you uh, have been watching this thing, even though I've been telling <laughs> you not to. And because of how many of you have been watching it, Netflix is giving it a second season. Right now, people are getting ready and uh, getting new costume designs to tell you this terrible tale. Uh, very much like the show in the... Car- it's the like, don't watch there. this. Uh, it's terrible. But I thought it was a really <laughs> cool way to, like, announce the second season. Yeah, also, that's cool. I didn't put this in the documents. It, it's all Netflix today. Uh, Netflix is working on a experimental uh, choose-your-own-adventure. What? So you would watch scenes, and then you would click and choose how you wanted the story to go. Um, I think it will be great for kids, but I think Telltale games has that unlock for adults yeah like they can't do a choose your own adventure as well as telltale games has so far that and telltale is a video game uh, I don't know how you're gonna be able to to do that with uh movies and stuff yeah i mean you'd get two or three choices yeah. so uh, the thing that i saw as an example would be in stranger things not that they're doing it with stranger things but when you're like don't go into that room uh you would literally have a choice go into the room don't go in the room uh but if i've Known any learned anything from Goosebumps back in the day. You should always go in the room anyways, because if you don't, you're going to die. Like, <laughs> do whatever you're not supposed to do, because they just mess with you. Um, so we'll see. Also, haven't seen the episode yet, but Samurai Jack released. Yeah, I missed it myself. I've never so. seen an episode of even the old ones. But the new one looks good. I don't I have... Good. Don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't have... Uh, well, apparently uh, yeah. the whole original uh, run for Samurai Jack is on the Adult Swim website, which 
I think it's Toonami, Adult Swim. They're all the same thing. But even then, even there then, that's zero. Excuses. Even then, you, I mean, you got to be careful with Adult Swim because there's a lot of content on there that you don't want to con- you don't want to oh, yeah. consume. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I think yeah. it's gonna be really. It's very really late cool. at night. I'm usually gaming at that hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually sleeping, uh, unless we're doing okay. a play. Well, yeah, it's, it's like I think it comes on at like ten thirty over here in Central Time, which isn't bad. But at that okay. time, I'm. Just, uh, yeah, I'm gaming at that time for sure. But yeah, that's that's it for me. A uh, couple things. If people are still listening, uh, check out the Bible study. If you are going to go see Logan. I'm going to keep pushing that. Um, actually, next week I might be pushing a different Bible study because we might have it done. I'm not quite sure if we'll have it done yet um, by the next podcast, but Beauty and the Beast, we're working on it right now. And then... Uh, also, there are two t-shirt designs that have come live in uh, the geeksrace.com slash shop. I would show you, but <laughs> I can't because of the podcast. They look uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, they do look cool. Yeah, uh, Steven Mancha, he's a friend of mine. He designed one of them completely by himself. The other one, I gave him just a bunch of like stuff, and he organized it so it looked um, not like a total disaster. <laughs> and so uh, both of those shirts are possible because of him. Uh, I want to give him a shout out, but yeah, definitely go check him out. Geeksandgrace.com slash shop. I have one of them uh, already. A lot of people have asked me where to get it the last few months because I've had it the last few months um, and it wasn't for sale. And now <laughs> That's it's, cool. So. Yeah. Uh, and I think those are all the announcements that I probably should have brought up at the beginning of the podcast. Anything else, guys? That's it. I can't think of anything. Cool. Joe, where can they find you at? I'm on Twitter, Jono's Games. I'm uh, I'm posting more and more about spinners. They're fidget spinners. <laughs> <laughs> so, and how yeah. about you, LJ? You can find me on Twitch at WarHeroLJ. Um, you can find me on um, yeah Twitch at WarHeroLJ. Tw- uh, Twitter also WarHeroLJ. Um, and I'm streaming uh, every Sunday on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel as well. So, catch me there. Cool. How about that? And. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me there, uh, and you can uh, you can Google my name, Cody Armor. You'll find me. Uh, yeah, keep gaming, keep praying. God bless. Peace. Adios.